This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Don't speak. I just want to take this all in. I wasn't going to speak. I'm too hurt. Hurt by? Percy. Don't call her that. Professor? And don't call me that either. You can call him Senator. I don't want to call him anything. Not even after I saved you. Uh, Saved me? Saved me how? From her. Percy? I told you not to call her that. What, what am I doing here? Do you even know where here is? You look confused. I'm concerned about you. About your sanity. Why are you... Why are you saying that? Because I am. I'm very concerned. Say it back to me. You're concerned. And you are not quite lucid. Do you understand? I... Everything feels foggy. <laughs> See? I just... Love how you do that, Feeney. You take what I give you and you turn it into one of the best performances. Performance? I say you're not lucid, you turn it into I feel foggy. I do feel foggy. (laughs) He doesn't even know. Mycroft, you need to leave. Percy will be here in a minute. Control him, will you? I don't know why that keeps happening. Perhaps because you haven't wiped his memories of me. You... you wanted me to do that? Yes. I... it's going to take some time. Can't you just cope with him using the wrong names for a moment? A moment? Feeney, stay with Mycroft. I need to look at some things. I don't want to stay with him. Reed, are you okay? I'm worried about you. I'm fine. Everything's about to be just fine. She'll be here soon. Percy... She has to come find me because I got angry with her. You did. You got very angry with her. And then you left her alone. I left her alone. Yes. We talked about this. We had to execute an abandonment scenario so she stays bonded to you. (laughs) You didn't tell me that. You executed an abandonment scenario? Well, yes. Once Cora went and told on me. (laughs) I hope you handled that. Oh, I certainly did. Her memory of all this is completely gone. Good. After that, I had to find a way to make your abuser doubt whether or not Cora was telling the truth. How did you make that happen? I triangulated your abuser with a painful memory about a time when Feeney invalidated her after a terrible fight. A fight? Shh. It's all right. Stay there. Anyway, I wanted your abuser to be hurt and confused so that he could abandon her at the height of that. Then I wanted her to be in so much pain she couldn't help but figure out where he went. And think of it, for as long as they both live, they'll never be able to see each other the same way. He left her, abandoned her, walked out when she was trying to help him, and he... Will (laughs) feel guilty. Oh, 
Oh, so much overwhelming guilt. He'll never, mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. be able to stay connected to her. Oh, and I'm hoping to do a bit more before she gets here. Oh, when we reveal everything. No, no, no. I'm never going to reveal that it's me. I want to stay involved. I'm going to need information from him if I'm going to help the Shadow overthrow the Coalition. It's for the best that neither of them know it's me. Wait, so you're just going to, what, throw me to the wolves Uh, at the community? Not at all. When they see you're here, they'll investigate and find out that there's been no contact. I've taken care of covering our tracks. No one knows. I promise. But then when they begin to doubt everything, I'll just put a thought in your abuser's head about how Feeney's cracked up, gone off the deep end. You think she'll fall for that? She already has. I made her believe she drove him to this. At least, that's what I got him to broadcast to her earlier today. I didn't see that. You didn't have to. I know what I'm doing now. I know how to control everything for good, and you get a front row seat. Won't you get tired of keeping up this level of devalue? It's exhausting to have to keep working him over like this. Working me over? What are you doing here, Mycroft? See? Exhausting. I've learned... patience. Besides, isn't this next part sort of like a discard? I'm going to unmask who the real threat is. She's going to think it's him. No. She's going to be clear that it's her. So will he. Uh, Who is... Feeney, who has been abusing you? Percy. See? He's going to interrupt every single one of her thoughts with that single understanding. Before too long, she just may crack up. But not before he's published all sorts of papers and books and articles about all the times she prevented him from having success. All the times she didn't see him. All the times she didn't give him what he needed. And we've made it clear... Those all play into how he sees her. Is Percy here yet? Why do you want to see her? To show her how angry I am. How hurt. Why do you want to show her? To hold her accountable. For what? Abusing me and countless others. Well, (laughs) that's something at least. What if she tries to interfere? I'm hoping that she does. How's that? I have a very special surprise for her. Maxie, where's Seffi? I'm ready to talk to her. You said I'd have a chance. Oh, Oh, you've clearly thought of everything. I have. And we're ready. Ready for what? Stay here with Mycroft. Who? Oh, well done. You're right. We're ready. I feel scared. Don't be. We've got you. Hey, Percy, where's Feeney? I... You haven't seen him today? You're surprised he's not here. Is that why you've been so dazed at home? I, I don't know where he is. What do you mean? Haven't you seen him every day? For staff meetings, yes. But here in the building, no. In the auricular, no. The last time he and Topher and I met together, Feeney stormed out. 
out of the room? Out of the auricular. No wonder you're terrified. Yes. What can we do? How is he at home? Writing. Distant. Withdrawn. With you and the girls, too? There's... Pain, I don't go near, but he's still loving and kind to all of us. He made Gwen's science experiment with her. They've been on hikes and walks. He made dinner the other night and we talked about my trip. Okay, so he's still present with you. That was one of my main concerns. What's that bundle? What if this really is just me? Maybe my pushing is too much, too triggery, or... Maybe he's upset with me because I lied to him for so long, or maybe he just needs a break from our friendship. Okay, I'm getting that thing you do when you're petrified, but you're going to try to make it look good. You don't have to make it look good for us, Purse. He's been really cagey around you, but that doesn't mean it's you. Yeah, but what if it really is? What if that's the thing no one wants to see, is that it's really me? What if I just do this to people, make them feel uncomfortable around me, and then they don't want to be here? What if I told him everything about my abuser and Feeney's felt unstable ever since? Those are some unrealistic thoughts there, sweets. Look, we gotta timeline this, okay? Let's map this backwards. Backwards to what? That's the problem. Uh, backwards to whatever. Um, if you think the inciting problem is that you told him about your history, then let's map that to start. See what we come up with. Okay. Recently, he's pushed me away anytime I ask him to talk about his pain. Fair. And I think you can take that as your one of your responsibilities. No, she can't. It's not her fault Fixter's avoiding everything. She's just saying the things we all wish we could say to him. If that makes him uncomfortable, so be it. Ashley, are you walking on eggshells around him? Not bringing stuff up? Oh my goodness, I am. Uh, I had no idea I'm avoiding things at home to keep the peace. Good. What else? For Percy? For both of you. You're the most important people to him. His partner and his best friend. If anyone is going to figure out what's going on with him, it's you. Prior to him pushing Percy away, he started just disappearing mentally. How so? I would be telling him a story, and he'd nod and smile, and then his attention would drift to something else. All right. So pushing away, drifting, what's next? Franklin. Does this track back to him? No. There were problems before that. Problems? Yes. Telfer and I both noticed triggers surrounding Louise and Reed. Vini admitted both of those, though. Louise because of his age, Reed because of his inverse status with his father. Right. Anything before Louise? I don't know. Did he give you signals he was angry with you before then? That he had troubles trusting you? I don't think so. So maybe it's not you sharing your history. Maybe it's that Louise was a trigger of some sort? And maybe something I'm pushing or asking for is exacerbating that trigger? Percy, it's not your history. He was relieved to know. He sensed there were things you weren't telling him, and it hurt to feel like you were distanced because you couldn't trust him. It wasn't that I couldn't trust him. Right. He actually explained that to me the night of your inquiry session. He realized that your abuser had triangulated you to believe you couldn't keep Feeney safe from your pain. He said that? Yeah. Kept him up for a few hours that night, and we had a long talk about it. 
He was trying really hard to understand it all so he could support you. He was? Yes. He loves you, Percy, and he wants you to be safe. Him leaving, though. Maybe he's scared of how his pain will affect you now. Oh. Ashley, that, what if that's it? What if he's stuck in something and he doesn't know how to get out of it, and he thinks it will hurt me to hear it? Was that revelatory? It was. It is. It it really, really is. I've been triggered into an abandonment scenario, thinking this was my fault. But if I remove any of my insecurities from the situation, Feeney's just lost in there alone, trying to find his way out. So how do we help him? I, I can stay in the auricular as much as possible, even if it hurts. I am not okay with you sacrificing yourself like that. Feeney wouldn't be either. What if I... What if I keep Nina on standby? I'll keep Topher around and I'll only go in if I see Feeney in there. Okay, that's a little better. And can Nina go in the regular? Um, no. No one else can. Having someone else in there would involve things that would be too abusive to imagine. Alright, then yes. If you can stay safe... And keep an eye out. I'm okay with that. Can I count on you two to stay nearby, too? Absolutely, you can. Okay, thanks. I've got some sessions now, but maybe we keep in contact every day. A little bit of time to go over what we're all observing. Feeney's very own network of protection. (laughs) I like that. I do, too. I'm going to go get Gwen and Zuzu and have a conversation about what they've been observing of Feeney. Addie, do you think you could come with and read them? I'd be glad to help however I can. Thank you. Both. I'll see you soon. All right. I'll review the file with Topher, and then do you want me to set up that time with Addie and... Knock, knock. Rosie, what a wonderful surprise. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. I'd ask if you remember Amelia, but I I hear you two have been spending time with Jenna and Cora. Clark is too precious for words. (laughs) And smart, (laughs) like his mama. She's wonderful. I hope it's all right I came by without an appointment. Always. I'm just glad I was here. Addie said you've been busy. Mm -hmm. Rosie, are you all right? Even I'm getting that you're not feeling... I'm worried. And yes, I'm broadcasting. I'm just really worried. May I have your permission Always, to... always. He's... he's not okay. Let's sit down. Tell me what has you worried about him. I've only been coming to the Haven once a month for sessions. He offered to let me do weekly on the VidCon, but I didn't think I needed it. Last month, he... Rosie, I'm getting the fear. And I'm getting that you're concerned about... telling on him? Are we talking about Feeney? Yes. If it would help... I've been worried about him, too. Yes, thank you. Yes, that helps. I I don't want to get him in trouble. Uh, this is the haven. We don't get upset with people when they need our help. He won't get into trouble. He'll get support. That's exactly right, Amelia. Rosie, nothing you say will change how I feel about him. He was late to session last month. <gasps> late? By 16 minutes. I wasn't really counting. I was just worried. You know how he is. I... And then today... Here, Laundry sent up a few boxes of handkerchiefs yesterday. Let me grab one. Please. 
Oh, Percy, I was even broadcasting worry last month and he didn't say anything about it. I'm so sorry, Rosie. Why didn't you come to us then? Oh, I heard about Franklin. I didn't want to bother anybody. There's no such thing as being a bother at the Haven. Right? Rosie, bad news. It's not possible for you to be a bother. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I also wasn't sure about... He was late just the one time, you know? I understand. One-time problems are hard to measure. Not really something to focus on until it becomes a pattern. And I'm so careful about red flags. I think surviving abuse from an antisocial predator makes you an expert in red flags. But these aren't red flags. They're more like... like white flags. Surrender? Yes. Like... like he's given up. I don't know if I can handle this. Rosemary, that is completely understandable. Feeney's your advo, and the two of you worked hard to build a safe space together. You depend on him. To see him surrender feels like... You tell me. I want to know about that bundle you're feeling. He has been so supportive. And in the beginning, I felt like I was leaning on him too much. He explained that it was okay to need him, but it was okay to lean on him. He said that over time, the line of consent would help us develop good boundaries while I got used to feeling safe. Isn't that uh, part of the replacement tool you're building, replacement safety? Yes, that's what he said, and it worked. The more we built that safety together, the less I felt like I needed him. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying that wrong. I, I get it. It's how it's supposed to work. Feeney designed the whole system of support to work that way. Of course he did. I feel like up until now he's been this rock that I can depend on. And now? I'm... I'm not doubting him, I promise. Doubting his behavior and doubting him as a person are two different things. That's... Inhale. Exhale. (laughs) Good. Breathing. That's good. (laughs) You most in your breathing. They do that a lot, don't they? (laughs) It's a foundational best practice. I understand the mechanics. I was taught all about breathing by... By Feeney. Oh, Rosie... I'm getting those feelings of confusion and vulnerability and and triggering. You're trying so hard to be rationally fair to Feeney, all while your emotions are causing you to question whether or not you can count on that safe space. He's been so trustworthy. I don't think I'd rely on him like this if he hadn't been so reliable and consistent and safe to begin with. I'd like to share a little secret with you. Is that okay? Yes, please. The secret is about something called... Thinking traps. Thinking traps? Yeah. Our brains want to simplify. So when things are complex, things seem to get melted down to two and only two options. You're saying that the options on the table are he's safe or he's surrendered, right? Well, yeah, I guess. Or, oh, oh, no, no. I, maybe, maybe I'm the one who's not safe. You know what I like about what you just said? What? You created three options instead of two. I think that means we could find a fourth or even a fifth option about Feeney's behavior. Let's brainstorm what else could be going on with Feeney. Okay, um, maybe... I I can't think of anything. What if we try silly? This is actually part of the fantasy tool. The trick is to get as silly as possible. Silly? (laughs) Yeah. Um... What if Beanie has been kidnapped by aliens who now inhabit his brain? 
<laughs> Gold, do you want to give it a shot? What if it only looks like surrender because he's got some bad dental work and now his face is completely numb? <laughs> oh, I think I get it. What if he's been playing too many board games about white flags? Huh? Yes. <laughs> and what if his daughters keep winning in those games and it's really got to him? So he's staying up all night reading about strategies to win. That would explain why he was late to session. <laughs> sure would. <laughs> or what if Feeney is biologically allergic to being on time because of a rare and imaginary virus? <laughs> the latest in the field of psychosomatic responses. Mm, good one. <laughs> what if... Oh, dear. It's okay to say it out loud, Rosemary. What if he's emotionally overwhelmed because of Franklin and it... It has nothing to do with me. That is a really insightful and incredibly caring thought, Rosie. And that shouldn't happen. Advos are supposed to do their work so they don't bring it in session. That session time is yours. Oh, I'm okay. Still, on behalf of the Advos, I'm sorry. And I'm sure at some point, Vini will have his bearings enough to correct this with you. In the meantime, do you mind sharing your concern from today's session? that um he didn't say my name not once no after you told me about the name thing I've been listening for it every time listening for him to use my name he didn't use it today and I realized he only used it once last time thank you for sharing that Rosie um I don't want to cut this conversation off, and I do think that I need I understand. I figured it would be a big deal, and I thought you'd need to go talk with it about other people. Yeah, I do. I really should get going anyway. I'm taking Jenna to the theater tonight. Of course. Are you sure you'll be all right? Yes. I feel better knowing it's in your hands. I don't think there are words to express my gratitude. Yeah, I... I just want Feeney to be okay. I'll make sure he has the support he needs. All right. Bye for now. Amelia, I'll see you tonight. I can't wait. Bye, Rosie. Am I correct in assuming this is a very bad sign? This isn't just bad. This is apocalyptic. I need to find Topher now. Are you all right? What can I do? I'm not all right, but I need to focus. I need to vidcon Ashley and maybe even... Can you find Topher? Have him meet me at the Witness Protection Haven? Why there? The bordered empaths can create an interlocking protective barrier. So he won't be able to read you? Yes. Unfortunately, I need a little... distance from Feeney while I figure out what's really going on. Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. 
If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800-799-7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And And we we believe believe in your right to that freedom. freedom.